Hello everyone, welcome back to Football with the Boys podcast, this is episode 77, and it's officially week 14, which means it's the first week of the fantasy football playoffs, and the six participants are Jimmy, uh, Brian, Keith, Chris, Sean and Tyler, and obviously the best player in the league. The Podfather, myself. So, uh, let's go ahead and recap week 13. I got my ass kicked by Charlie. And Charlie finishes with a 6-7 and seven record. But unfortunately, does not make the playoffs. Brian, who, uh, Brian Sean, who could have easily just took the easy way out. And they could have just both not started any other players and took the tie, and then they both would have been in. Uh, but Brian wins the matchup 144 to Sean's 102, and Brian gets in with the fifth seed with a 7-6 and six record. Sean and Tyler, who I thought they would destroy Dum Dum, come away with a 13-point win against Dum Dum. They improved 11-2, and officially lock up the number one seed. Uh, Jimmy actually lost to Lloyd by a narrow margin. A uh, little bit over than one point. Lloyd improves to 3-10. and ten And he gets a double digit loss for the year. And uh, we'll see if he comes back next year. Chris Cox improves to a 10-3 and record. And locks up the number two seed. And Keith officially locks up the four seed. Kevin and Amanda are not in the fantasy playoffs. So, that was week 13. So, before I preview the playoff matchups for week 14, I'm going to go over the waiver wire. So I was expecting a little bit more action on the waiver wire this week, but I guess there's still time before the games officially start. But Ty Johnson's picked up by Keith. Both Brian and Keith had a five-hour bid. Keith was ahead in the priority order, so Keith was awarded Ty Johnson. Brian picked the Panthers' defense for zero-dollar bid. They play the Broncos. And I picked up Tim Patrick, $0 bid. And Keith picked up, picked up Matthew Stafford, $0 bid, dropped Kyle Rudolph. All right, week 14. So, uh, Jimmy is projected 158.34 to my 135.10, which is also uh, subject to change with this projections, but... That's the way it stands now. Jimmy's playing Rodgers, Eckler. Eckler against the Falcons. Dalvin against the Bucks. Julio against the Chargers. Lockett against the Jets. Pittman against the Colts. Or, geez, Pittman against Colts. <laughs> Pittman against the Raiders. And Kelsey against the Dolphins. And Godwin will probably won't play because it feels like he hasn't played all year in Seahawks defense. 
So as of now, I'm not quite sure if I'm going to start Deshaun Watson or Taysom Hill. Going with Zeke, Cream uh, Hunt, Hopkins, Diggs, Boyd, Hawkinson. Hopefully Jacobs plays, but it's a tough matchup against the Colts. And I got the 49ers defense. Brian and Keith. Brian is projected to beat uh, Keith by a little over four points. Brian has Murray against the Giants, Singletary against the Steelers, which is tough. Um, I see why he was going after Ty Johnson. Then Melvin Gordon against Panthers, good matchup. Mari Cooper against the Bengals, good matchup. Uh, Calvin Lee against the Chargers. Tyreek Hill against the Dolphins. Dolphins have been pretty good this year, especially their secondary, so we'll see what happens there. Mike Gusecki, Corey Davis, and Brian's playing Panthers defense. All right, so Keith is playing Stafford against Packers, and he has Aaron Jones against the Lions, Raheem Mostert against the Washington football team, T. Higgins, who is questionable, uh, they're playing against the Cowboys. C.D. Lamb is playing against the Bengals, who Eagles should have got. But Adam Thielen against the Bucks. Noah Fan against the Panthers. Ronald Jones against the Vikings. And the Chiefs defense against the Dolphins. So, um... Although I feel like, um, I feel like Keith has the overall better team, I. Th- but however, I think uh, Brian wins this one. So Brian would move on to the second round and would play Sean Tyler, I believe. Or, I don't know if we'd reach it in this league or not. So. Um, Either way, they either play, they either play um, Sean Tyler or uh, Chris. And Jimmy's projected to pretty much whip my ass. So, uh, obviously, I'm the only one that's rooting for myself. So, um, hopefully I beat Jimmy. But as it looks now, it doesn't look like that's going to come true. So, Jimmy will probably beat me and he'll play either Sean Tyler or Chris. So, um, that is that for the fantasy football world. I guess I should go over the toilet bowl. So, Kevin plays Charlie. Charlie's projected to beat Kevin. And Sean is playing Amanda. And Sean is projected to beat Amanda. Lloyd and Dum Dum are enjoying their bye, even though they've pretty much been on bye all year long. So we'll see who uh, advances to the toilet bowl. And I just wanted to talk, give a little talk about the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, so officially made the move. Carson Wentz is officially benched, and Jalen Hurts will start in his place. Um, really tough to see um, where we were a couple years ago in Super Bowl, and 
multiple playoff appearances, and now here we are deciding on whether or not Wentz is the guy and whether or not they should trade Wentz or uh, keep Doug, fire Howie. It's uh, crazy times, and although it was only a few years ago that the Super Bowl uh, was won by Nick Foles, it feels like forever, especially with the way this season has gone. So be a really, <clears throat> really difficult offseason. Salary cap's going to be difficult to... For anyone to take over, and I would say it's even though you know things haven't gone uh, the way they should, probably should have gone this year, but it's hard seeing a GM, a new GM coming in and taking over, and because it's not a real desirable job with the way the salary cap is, and and it's also not very desirable for a new head coach to come in and. To change the team around when you don't have the money to spend on players to improve the team. And the parts of the team are really aging. Offensive line is aging. And I guess it's similar for the defensive line, too. Fletcher Cox is getting older, and so is Brandon Graham. And the other big question is what do you do with Zach Ertz? Uh, seems like it seems like we're in, they're in a position, well, kind of in a position where they don't really need Ertz anymore. I feel like Goddard's definitely capable of handling that role, so it'd be smart to trade Ertz and um, clear some cap and also receive draft capital. But since he was hurt, and I don't know, kind of unrealistic seeing anyone giving up a lot, especially when Eagles have pretty much made it known that they weren't going to give Ertz what he wants. So if teams know that, why give up a, give up significant draft capital when they know the Eagles aren't really going to keep him anyway? So I don't know. It's a tough spot. And uh, hopefully the Eagles stay in the top 10. Hopefully Ertz doesn't play well and screw the Eagles out of good draft good draft position. Um, I don't know. Really frustrating, but it would be really nice if they could at least make it in the top 5 for the draft this year. Really sweet. But, um, yeah. I think that's pretty much it. Pretty frustrating that I can't hit on a five or six leg parlay but maybe Santa will give me one for Christmas this year uh, we'll see but um, until next time good luck to uh, myself in the playoffs and everyone else uh, hope you guys lose um, until next week talk to you later